Welcome into the Legend Rewind Podcast, presented by Hall Sports and Outdoors. I'm Rusty Ellis, and my guest this week is former White County and Tennessee Tech basketball star, Cade Crossland. In this episode, we talk about his upbringing, how he fell in love with the game of basketball, his time in Sparta and at Tennessee Tech, and we also talked about a camp that he'll be running in July at All Good Middle. Without further ado, here's Cade Crossland. Cade, so the first thing we'll talk about, uh, what's your first memory of the game of basketball? I know that's probably going back a little bit, but what's your yeah. first memory of the game of basketball? So uh, my uh, my dad said he had me dribbling a ball as soon as I <laughs> as soon as I came out. So uh, um, I guess for I don't uh, the first memory. I mean, really, I can't remember a time in my life where I didn't have a basketball in my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad coached basketball when I was you know when I was still living in Knoxville when I was you know three years old. I, um, he told me I would get on the bus with the guys um, for games and stuff. So, I I can't remember a time. Always. <laughs> what What is it about the game of basketball that drew you in? It sounds like you've had a yet come yeah. from a big basketball family. Uh, was that a big part yeah. of it? Yeah, my dad loved my dad loved basketball. He was mm-hmm. absolutely um, thought it was the best <laughs> thing in the world. He lived and breathed it. Uh, we watched all sorts of basketball growing up. Played basketball. He played pickup. He had me playing basketball from the time I was little. Um, so, but. The game's also awesome, yeah. too, but he had a big part of that, probably the biggest part. Okay, so you mentioned watching a lot of it. Are you more of a college guy or are you more of a, an NBA guy? What do you, what do you so like more? So probably college, but okay. the NBA's been really good this year, so mm-hmm. I've been watching um, more NBA, um, but I guess overall college. Who, who, who do you like to watch? I'm assuming UT has got to be up there because yeah. obviously look where we are in the state, but right. who all do you like to watch? Yeah, big Vols guy, uh, like John Fulkerson. I played uh, AU with him and uh, just became friends with him. So obviously, I want to support him. But then I've grown up on UT basketball too. Mm-hmm. So they're the, they're the they're the team we cheer for. But then of course we got Tech. So mm-hmm. I'm you know grown here up up in here in Sparta. So mm-hmm. cheering for them as well. So. Were there any players you idolized growing up, whether at the pro level, college uh, level? Were there any you? Dwayne idolized? Wade was my guy. I had <laughs> okay. a big Dwayne Wade fat head on the wall. Uh, had pictures of him. Uh, yeah, he had had his shoes, had his Converse shoes. Uh, so <laughs> that's a throwback. That is a throwback. Yeah, I wish they still made them. Um, but yeah, Dwayne Wade was. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys, but Dwayne Wade was the guy that definitely sticks out more than anybody. So I'm gonna judge you really hard for this. Then, where do you rank him all time in shooting guards? Oh gosh, I'm gonna judge you here. Oh gosh, obviously that's a premium position in the game of basketball. Where do yeah, you rank him? He's just different. You, you uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I can't, I can't tell you a number, but he was my. He's you know he was the guy I grew up on. I'll say that. Yeah, and I will say that. Uh, that he's really good, but I can't I can't like compare it. He's kind of different than everybody. Yeah, he he's was. not like a knockdown shooter, but he's can hit the three. He can do it. He kind of does it all, and he's just so it was so fun to watch. Just so aggressive and didn't hold back. Mm-hmm. So, so when did you start playing organized ball? Then, uh, I mean, we played upward when I was little. Uh, so, I mean, second second grade. I don't really know when they got me in upward. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they would let me play, I was playing. Mm-hmm. I know that. <laughs> what was that experience first? Like, if you can remember it, what was that first yeah. experience like playing on a team? Yeah. So, so my uh, my mom tells a story of I guess when you're little, you don't really know if you're any good or not. You just have fun. <laughs> and, uh, I'm kind of spacey, you know. I kind of zone out sometimes. Okay. And she says uh, that at first I would just like zone out, start looking up, you know, just like all little kids do, you know. Um, but she said 
when I was like in third grade, she started realizing maybe he's maybe he's okay, maybe he's <laughs> decent at this. So um, we were just talking about that the other day about how that's funny. So uh, that's the first thing I can think of. So that's actually good. So has basketball always come natural to you, or was there a learning process that got you to where you eventually, you know, your eventual peak? Right. So basketball has just always been there. So as far as a learning curve, like I feel like uh, I've just always done it. Um, have I always been the most gifted or just naturally mm-hmm. natural at it? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I figured out and, you know, through all my coaches of, of, okay, this is the body I was given and how can I, how can I push that body that's not <laughs> meant for college basketball to the point of, of playing it and, and being just it, being there and making, making it on a college basketball team. Um, and I guess to answer your question about just did it come natural – no, I don't think my body is naturally, you know, <laughs> six foot, not really fast, or it can't jump. Uh, so uh, as far as being natural, no, I would say there was a learning curve there and just how I can figure out how to make my God-given body mm-hmm. be able to, you know, do it. And it really didn't. It, it, I've had four mm-hmm. surgeries, uh, mm-hmm. so I, I went through it to, to make it, but I have no regrets. I mean, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. So. So what what are some of your what were, who are some coaches early on at the elementary school level middle school level that made an impact on you that helped grow you as an right. athlete as a player who who are some of those coaches for you right so I'm always gonna say my dad my dad was there from beginning to end and uh, just really cool to be able to you know do that with him um, that was the biggest thing we did but you know I had a, a coach Nathan Aaron was a big part mm-hmm. um, especially um, when I was younger but even all the way through. Um, he coached me in uh, sixth grade, um, and then he coached me in AU, and he was coached me a little bit um, in high school, and then he went to Pickett County, but he still helped me when he was at Pickett <laughs> County, and uh, when I was at college, you know, he helped me, he worked me out, you know, he he really was a big part, um, and then, uh, I mean, obviously, Coach, coach Mitchell coached me in high school, I had Coach Hillis, Coach Murray, um, they were they were all great, and took care of me. Um, and just really, they all instilled a lot of confidence in me to, to you know, shoot the ball, and um, that's that's all I did, really. <laughs> um, and then, you know, get to college, you know, love Coach Payne, um, have the greatest respect for Coach Payne. Uh, he just really, um, really meant a lot to me in my life, especially at that point in my, in my, in my life. I was, uh, you know, going through some stuff with my dad, mm-hmm. passing away. And um, he just really was there for me, and Coach Taylor was really there for me, all, all the coaching staff. Um, just really mm-hmm. knew what I was going through and met me where I was and uh, welcomed me mm-hmm. um, and welcomed me back into my community and um, it was a it was a really cool really cool thing and then the same thing with him uh, just giving me the confidence to shoot mm-hmm. the ball um, I remember coach Taylor and all my all my buddies still talk about this is <laughs> I would mess up the offense he was trying to they were trying to teach me the offense and I'm not just the brightest guy in the world you know <laughs> they're trying to teach me this offense and coach Taylor looked at me in the eyes one time after I messed up and said Kate if you don't know what to do, shoot the ball. <laughs> shoot the ball. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's a good memory from there. And then uh, obviously Coach Pelfrey too. Um, he's uh, he, he was great to me, and all the coaches that are there, Coach Fain, Coach Blake, mm-hmm. so Coach King. Um, yeah, I had some I had some really good coaches. Mm-hmm. So so how important to you? Because I know a lot of players love to say this that it helps them when a coach cares about them as a person just as much as athlete. Is that something you find to be true as well? Everything. I think I think that's everything. I think uh, I think we're people before players before we're you know work it whatever we work wherever whatever we're doing we're people first and I think that's a huge part um, if someone if a coach is going to go into your personal um, 
personal life and make a relationship with you before he makes his uh, relationship with mm-hmm. you on the court on practice. Obviously, there's a, there's limitations to that, mm-hmm. but um, when you know a coach like likes you for you mm-hmm. and you know a coach has your back, mm-hmm. um, I think that really allows you to be better, you know, and, and gets you to a higher potential and um, allows you to play harder for that coach. You know, I've, um, for for most of my coaches, I would have run through brick walls for him just because I just you know wanted I wanted to do good because you know I knew they believed in me and had been there for me um so yeah I think that is is everything and I think I think that's what you know um the same thing like in reality like you know you've got God that's had done this great thing for you died on the cross for you and 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 given everything he has for you it's like you want to do whatever you can for him you're going to fail obviously but um it's in the same in the same sense there just knowing that that love's there well you're gonna you're gonna respond the same way. I think it's really similar to uh, mm-hmm. the coaching situation. So obviously, faith has also been a big part mm-hmm. of your career. At least in talking to you for however many minutes we've been talking now, um, yes, is that something that you tried to incorporate as well into the game of basketball, using your faith yeah. for other people as, as well? Yes. Yeah, so again, I, I I'm uh, not I'm not perfect. I mess mm-hmm. up, uh, but yes, I would definitely say so. I think uh, I think um, loving people like mm-hmm. your teammates, your coaches. Um, is is a big part of that, and I think uh, that's what that's what God's called us to do, um, is to to love big, and I try to do that the best I can. But um, but loving my teammates well, and um, even when you are so mad at them <laughs> that you can't see straight, um, uh, or so mad at a coach, um, but but trying to just do your best to love them on the way you know God loves me because I know I make you know him the same you know very frustrated I'm sure so. Uh, just trying to show that same love, and I think that that pays off. Um, is you know just just from a relational standpoint, you know when you got a, a guy respects you more when he knows what he made you do or he messed up, um, and he knows he messed up, but then you still respect him and love him the same way. Mm-hmm. There's some kind of um, there's some kind of relationship there that that grows, mm-hmm. um, and you got you gain respect for each other that way. Um, and I think that's with everything with all relationships. So. So you mentioned that your mom said in about third grade that was an okay he he might be really good. When did you start to realize that you were really good at basketball? Uh, I don't know that I I ever thought like hey he's gonna be really good. And I don't know that my mom ever said he's really good. <laughs> she thought maybe he's okay. Maybe he can do you know maybe he's gonna be okay. Um, I think what I always thought is my next shot's going in. Like that's what I always thought, and and that was a that was the same thing going back to um, my coaches. Um, my dad just instilling that confidence, like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you you can do this. You can do this. Um, you've you've practiced it, and I put in the work, and we, they put in the work with me. Um, but just being able to say, hey, this next shot's going in. Mm-hmm. Confident in the next shot. You know, mm-hmm. confident in. Uh, I don't care who you are. Or, you know, how big you are, or how fast you are, and how slow I am. I'm gonna <laughs> hit the next one. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is a is a good way to think of it." So obviously it takes time to build up that kind of confidence. How many hours a week do you think you would spend in the oh, gym? Oh gosh, we lived in there. We lived in there. <laughs> yeah, in high school, in high school, my dad, me and my dad would go in before uh, school, um, get shots up, and then we'd go in uh, after practice. We'd shoot more. Uh, we didn't stop. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't stop. So, and then in, in college, obviously, I had a Ezra Pinzer. Mm-hmm. I didn't even talk about him. Uh, he's uh, he's coaching at University of Alabama Huntsville now. Mm-hmm. Um, huge impact on my life. He was a manager when I was there um, at Tech, and uh, we spent countless hours in the gym. Him just rebounding, throwing it back to me, throwing it back to me, and another person instilling confidence in me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a great coach, mm-hmm. um, or he is a great coach. But 
another another just hours and hours with that guy just <laughs> shooting and shooting and shooting. So, do you think kids nowadays understand the importance of putting in that time in the gym? Because you see a lot, especially on social media, on ESPN, on Sports Center. You know, these kids that do these freakish things now in high school, where mm-hmm. twenty years ago you wouldn't imagine that outside of the NBA. Mm-hmm. And some of it just looks like natural talent. Do you think kids understand the importance of putting in time in the gym nowadays? Yeah. So I think I think uh, okay. I think that. There's a lot of kids with natural ability, like mm-hmm. you're saying, and they don't they don't have to put in the work to be able to get where they're wanting to get. Um, but I think you've got a kid like me, mm-hmm. who who didn't have that natural ability. God has blessed me. I'm not trying to say that, but uh, that didn't naturally like. Hey, this guy's going to Division One. He's <laughs> he's a Division One athlete. You know, yeah. I was I was not a Division One athlete. You know, um, guys like that probably don't. A lot of the time, probably don't realize the amount of work that they're going to have to put in. Um, and and that's okay. They don't know that you don't have to be a Division One athlete. You don't have to, there's you don't have to be a Division Two athlete. You don't have to play college basketball. Um, you can enjoy high school basketball and be a great thing. I don't think it's for everybody. What I the amount of hours that I put in, I don't recommend. <laughs> I don't recommend it. Uh, but you know, if you're like me and you you want to you want to have that success, then yeah, you've you've got to put it in and and you know. They probably think they want it, but when they realize the amount they're gonna have to put in, they probably mm-hmm. don't. You know, it's just it takes a takes a, maybe an idiot to to try to do that. You know, but uh, it was I, I don't regret anything. But if I'm tell, talking to young kids, I'm gonna tell them you gotta love it. You gotta mm-hmm. love it. So so you've mentioned obviously your shooting ability as you got into the high school level. What were some other parts of your game you tried to work on to improve as well? Right. So. Uh, <laughs> I would say the majority of people would say that there wasn't a lot else uh, going <laughs> with that. Uh, so when I was uh, the end of my sophomore season in high school, I uh, I tore my labrums and my hips, um, and I played my uh, my junior year with those torn labrums. So my junior summer, I had surgery um, on my uh, on my hips, so I was kind of unable to to try to get better at anything. Um, and I never really gained the speed that I had in my sophomore year. Um, I dunked it one uh, for like a month my sophomore year, got one in a game, and then like never dunked again. <laughs> was never able to do that again. Um, never had that speed that I had. I guess not that there was a whole lot, but I definitely lost it a little bit. Um, I think the biggest thing was was an IQ thing. Mm-hmm. I think when I got to college, Coach Payne just really taught me, hey, this is what what you've got. You've got your body. And this is how you're going to get by. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was able to um, to help me there. I think that was the biggest thing that propelled me forward to be able to to get by mm-hmm. in college. It was just like the IQ of hey, you're slow, but this is what we're going to do, and this is how your teammates are going to be able to help you and get mm-hmm. in position to help you. And he would say, um, this is where you you've got to be able to get beat to here. You know, it wasn't a matter of you're going to stop him. We knew I was getting beat. Everybody mm-hmm. on the court knew I was getting beat, but it was where where am I going to get beat at? So, uh, I had great, you know, teammates that helped me out with that too. So, so at the high school level, talk about some of your teammates there. Who were some of your favorite guys that you played with? Yeah. Were there any? Were there any guys that were class clowns? Yeah. You've got to have at least a couple. Class right? clowns. <laughs> yeah, I think they were all goofball. We're all just idiots. Um, like <laughs> none of us, all of us were just like 
goofballs. And we go home and play GameCube. And <laughs> I mean, we, we were playing Super Smash Bros. and, and Mario Kart. So okay. we were all we were all a bunch of uh, 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 goofballs. But you know, you've got uh, Jacob Fresh, uh, Zach Young, uh, and then uh, Jackson Dronbarger was our uh, was our statistician uh, slash manager. Um, that was the guys that were in my grade. You got Alan Frazier as well. Mitchell Lamb was an incredible basketball player. He's in the military now. Um, but then above me is Cordell Henderson, mm-hmm. and uh, he was an incredible player. Um, really one of the best to come through White County. Um, you know, just had had the whole package. Um, and then Cole Vaughn um, was great. He's you know hung out. He hung out with us a lot playing the GameCube and all that. <laughs> but uh, um, and then below me is my brother. Okay. So I'd have my friends over, and then my brother just was always, you know, he's yeah. living there. So uh, he, uh, he he was great. So we, we had a great experience. My brother was a phenomenal basketball player and was better than I am. If he'd have, if he would have grown earlier, um, he would have he would have been getting some mm-hmm. real offers. So how competitive were things at the house on 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 a normal basis? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was some knockout dragouts for sure. Um, luckily, luckily, growing up, I was bigger than he was. Um, now he uh, now he would roll me. Uh, so he, he he's a really he's a really good player, um, but definitely competitive. Um, yeah, he's he's one of the more competitive guys I've ever been around, which which helped me out a ton. So I was gonna say did that served did basketball serve as kind of a bonding tool for the two of you. Yeah, so so my brother, uh, he's he's the great he's literally the greatest guy in the world. You can't convince me otherwise. Um, he's I got the most respect for him out of anybody. Um, mm-hmm. um, just a great great guy. Um, would do anything for anybody. He does not have the same passion for basketball that I had. Okay. Um, so me and my dad like had that, and like we were like, I'm gonna keep going, keep going, keep going. And he would tr- my dad would try to tell my brother something. And it would kind of be like, it just wouldn't be the same. My brother would kind of take it a different way. Um, so me and my dad played more, uh, you know, he, he was more of the basketball. My brother was just like a, we bonded in high school. But before that, there wasn't just a whole lot of um, bonding over basketball, I would say. Okay. Um, we definitely played together and whatnot. Um, but, see, he played his freshman year. Then he didn't play his sophomore year. And then he played his junior year, which was the year we went to uh, sub-state. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not sub excuse me. The year we went to regionals, but we didn't lose a game till regionals got okay. beat. Um, so he was a huge part of that team. Mm-hmm. So talk about talk about playing for some of those teams. Talk about playing for Coach Mitchell. I know obviously he's a very demanding coach. Uh, mm-hmm. I've talked to him many times now. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, talk about what it was like playing for him. It was great. <laughs> Tell me, uh, thing I admit, the quote I remember from him. There is a lot, by the way. There's a lot of quotes from him. But, <laughs> we've, uh, we've heard of all the Mitches on or the jokes <laughs> that uh, that people have made about uh, that. We, sure, there, there's a, there's a bunch, and they. Uh, but the one I remember is uh, we're going into a game, and uh, he said, "Cade, when you get off the bus, you're in range." So <laughs> that, I won't ever forget that. Uh, but yeah, he let me shoot it whenever I wanted to shoot it. Um, he was he was great, and that's what I needed. I, that's how I that's how I would excel because um, uh, he, he let us shoot it, and he put that confidence in us to shoot it, um, and we shot it a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, he was great. Um, had a really good time playing for him and it, the way he mm-hmm. coaches. So, And then talk about some of your best memories from high school. You mentioned playing on a team that didn't lose a game until Regions. Mm-hmm. Just what was playing on that team like, and did you right. know at the beginning of the year that team was going to be special? Right, so we just come off the season going to state. So the year before that, we went to state with Cordell Henderson and Cole Vaughn, Zach Stevenson, and Allen uh, Newport, and um, all those guys. I mean, then Jacob Fresh, obviously. 
Um, but that was that was a team where we're like, okay, if we're going to win state, it's going to be with this team. Um, so we go into that next year thinking we've lost everybody, mm-hmm. uh, or we lost, we've really lost Cordell. Is mm-hmm. that we were you know <laughs> lost Cordell, then Colvon and all uh, you know Zach and Allen, but. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I'm coming off a of surgery, so I just had two hip surgeries that summer too. So to answer your question, no, we weren't expecting to mm-hmm. to do a whole lot. I guess I mean, um, but you know, we had Pierce Whited on that team, Jacob Fresh, Mitchell Lamb, um, and my brother. Mm-hmm. So, and we shot it the three balls a lot, <laughs> and uh, shot it well. So Pierce Whited, you know, could shoot the heck out of it, and um, so could um, so could Jacob Fresh, and uh, it was just a it was a, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were not expected to do that, but um, we got to regions and you know we played a played a good team. Mm-hmm. So and then my brother beat that same team the next year and uh, about had a knockout dragout fight. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> heard it, listened to that or watched that game, but uh, that was a that was a crazy time. Mm-hmm. So so being in Sparta, you have to have at least one good Cookville Sparta story mm-hmm. that you can tell. Mm. <laughs> um. Gosh, uh, there's a lot of things that come to mind. So, my sophomore year, they swept us. Mm-hmm. We didn't beat them my sophomore year. Um, my junior and senior year, we swept them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my freshman year, uh, they beat us by like 20 there. Mm-hmm. We went there. I cried on the way home. Cried <laughs> on the way home. Like, Dad, like, I, I, I shot horrible. I was scared to death. I made some terrible passes. Um but then they came back to Sparta my freshman year, and we beat them by, like, 40. Um, so it was just, like, a, a really interesting uh, year that year. As far as just good memories, um, beating them, it's great to beat them. Every time just you beat period. them, yeah, every time you beat them, it's a great thing. So, uh, no, uh, I don't know if there's one specific specific memory. Those guys, as much as I hate to say it, they're, they're, good, they're good guys. I'm still friends with a lot of them today. So, um had had a good experience that, that Sparta Cooper rivalry. There's nothing like it. You know, mm-hmm. you go into that game and everybody's there and everybody wants to. You know, you could lose every game of the season, but if you beat Cookville, you've had a good season. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, great great time with that. So looking at basketball in the Upper Cumberland as a whole, who were some of your favorite players to play against? Play against. Um, hmm. Good question. Um. I mean, I guess the Cooper guys. I mean, those those are the guys that I like would would know today and talk to. Uh, then you've got guys from uh, from Crossville that I would you know I would know today, but I really hadn't talked to any of them. Um, Stone Memorial was good there. My my sophomore year, my sophomore year mm-hmm. of high school, Stone Memorial was really good, and they had some guys that were um, that could play. Really, my freshman year too, um, but. As far as I mean, guys, I'm I'm thinking for some reason I'm thinking of you know the guys from Cookville. You've got you know Browick Savage was in my grade. Jaden, uh, oh, I just lost his name. Jaden, uh, he's gonna kill me. If, hopefully, he don't listen to this. Uh, but he he was he was a great Richmond. Jaden Richmond, great shooter, okay. um, phenomenal, better guy than shooter, and that's saying something because he can shoot the ball. Um, a bunch of those guys from Cookville probably just the guys I'm gonna know and 
you know, grow up with. So. It's funny you mentioned Bryrick. I actually went to college with him at MTSU. Oh, really? I actually, I went to, yeah, uh, I knew him through a mutual friend. I don't know if you know okay. Elijah Campbell. He he used to play at Cookville as well. He was on this podcast okay. earlier this year. Elijah Campbell. Um, but, yeah, no, I actually went to college with Bryrick. So it's funny. He's he in brought, Louisiana he now, that. apparently. He is? Okay, I didn't know where he was. Apparently okay. He, he, yeah, anyway. Gotcha. Yeah, he's, a, he's a good dude. So what was, when did the recruiting process, or what was your recruiting process like first, and when did it really kind of start taking hold that you were going to go to Tech? Right, so I went to Chattanooga State my freshman year. Okay. So I went JUCO first, um, and I uh, was down there with Coach Price. Coach Price was great, treated me like gold, um, and everything like that. Uh, so my dad passes away my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. So it was time for me to come home. <laughs> I got you. I need to be with Mama and my brother. So uh, so we I came home, and uh, and Coach Payne was just. I was just uh, thankful that he allowed me a spot. I mean, I walked on um, at Tech, and he he uh, and he gave me that option out of uh, out of high school. Um, it's just hard to pay for school when yeah. you you know you can go JUCO. Um, so, uh, but then halfway through the season, he gave me a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So he really, Coach Payne really just really took care of me um, there. Um, but that was kind of my progression as far as recruiting goes. I didn't really get. I mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of recruiting. My junior year, they talk about your junior summer being the big yeah. summer for you for AU and getting recruited, and I, mine was non-existent because I was, uh, you know, I was had surgery, had yeah, two yeah, surgeries, yeah. so I, I really didn't get recruited at all. Um, um, I had some little stuff, but um, mainly JUCOs mm-hmm. um, that were that were talking to me. So my recruitment was really non-existent, mm-hmm. to be completely honest. So when you got to Tech, what what was your time at Tech like? Talk about some of your favorite memories there. Yeah, so uh, so of course, uh, when I got my scholarship was incredible. That was that was awesome. Uh, you know they 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 told me in front of the, all the guys went crazy yeah. and everything like that. <laughs> like the viral videos you see now on yeah, Twitter and stuff. Yeah, like that. That was the moment. Like I, I wish we had a better a better recording of that. Um, <laughs> and uh, but it was it was incredible. Um, just the feeling of of that, um, and the and the and I think the best feeling of all that was just the guys being so happy for mm-hmm. me. You know, when you know when your guys are happy that you got it, it really means something. Like they they see what you're doing too, and, mm-hmm. and it was fun um, to experience that. Um, uh, what else? Oh, we beat uh, we beat New Mexico at New Mexico. That was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, Ha had like. <laughs> some stupid, some thirty points or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, I had I had two points, and I came back and I was telling everybody, yeah, me and AJ combined for like thirty four points, <laughs> uh, but it was cool to to beat them there and and see everybody. I mean, that's a big school, and everybody was just filing out with like two minutes left. Mm-hmm. Um, that was I'll never forget that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got the experience of just playing at these big time schools. I mean, I played at North Carolina, Michigan State, um, Indiana. Um, Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, so I got to play, you know, John Fulkerson there and, and Grant Williams and um, a, a bunch of guys there, um, Ponds and uh, Admiral Schofield. Schofield, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, my mom made me a shirt that says, like, uh, I guarded Grant Williams and Admiral <laughs> Schofield guarded me or something like that. Uh, yeah. But, Just commemorating uh, they, that experience. Yeah, 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 it was awesome. Yeah, but they took me to school, obviously. They, they, they uh, yeah. It was a great experience. That was that was probably one of the, my favorite games uh, to play there, just because I'd grown up around here. Um, then I had the the game 
Right, hit the game winner uh, mm-hmm. against Jacksonville State. That was an experience, and all the guys. Again, it's all about the people that you're around because all those guys just going crazy uh, and mm-hmm. being so happy. That's what it's all about. So mm-hmm. it's really, really cool. I'm so blessed to experience all that. So you've stayed around the game of basketball because obviously in July the 13th through the 15th, yes. am I got the right dates? You're you're, right you're holding a camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're gonna, you're gonna have a bunch of college players from around the area. Yes. Uh, talk a little bit about the camp. Um, what y'all are gonna what y'all are gonna try to do with this camp? Right. So it's Upper Cumberland basketball camp. Um, I've mentioned um, Ezra Penzer. Uh, he's doing it with me, and it's it's at Allgood uh, Middle School. Um, and then uh, Lane's the he's he coaches at Allgood Middle School. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of putting it on, um, and we've got it's it's really cool. I'm really happy that it kind of came together. We've got a bunch of former and current college players mm-hmm. being a part of it and, and wanting to help and serve the community and and uh we've we've got a ton of people um helping out so and uh like i was telling you earlier we just got john fulkerson to uh to commit to coming and uh, again he's he's a buddy of mine so he's coming to help us out and that's just really i'm really excited to for the community to experience that because i know as a kid if i could get mm-hmm. Uh, if I could get a Tech guy alone, Tennessee Tech yeah. guy to come help me, it'd, it'd be awesome. But knowing a Tennessee guy is coming too is, is super cool. Uh, Grant Slatton's going to be there. Another big Sparta name, yeah. Big Sparta name, yeah. Incredible player, um, probably the best player in Sparta history. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we've got a lot. Of, Caden Mills is coming from Van, B- Van Buren County. Uh, Bella Taylor's coming from Sparta. Um, she played at Suwannee. Um, we've got DeAndra Luna that played at Bryan. Um, and then uh, Shannon Goldman played at Tech last year. Um, I guess it's Biggie. Biggie's what everybody calls him. Um, I thought I saw the Aminettes, Zach, Zach, Zach and Will. Aminette. They're yeah, they're they're going to be here. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, they're going to University of Alabama Huntsville. Um, so um, I'm trying to think of it. Um, Keeley from uh, Livingston is, okay. is going to be there. So she's coming in and, from Germany. Yeah, she, well, yeah, she's uh, she's in right now. Um, okay. she, I guess she'll be. I'm hoping they don't ship her out until uh, <laughs> after the camp. That they, they won't. They're supposed to be later. Uh, so uh, it's going to be really cool from the for the community, and I'm hoping that we can continue to do it. Um, Jack Humphrey just told me he was going to be able to be there. He played at Coville. He's okay. playing. He's playing college ball. Um, we've got a. We've got several guys going to be there, so I'm I'm really excited about. It. I know if I was a kid, I would be you know through the roof about it, and that's what's cool. So um, we've we've already had a ton of people say they're coming. We've honestly, we've we've really about capped out. Um, I really don't know what we're going to do. I, I think we're going to have to cap it at a hundred kids. So um, we're kind of hopefully we'll continue to do it though next year as well. So. so for anyone who's interested that maybe isn't signed up, what's the way for them to go about uh, getting involved? Mm-hmm. There is a. Uh, there is a document that they can sign up for it. Um, um, as far as who's like, this part you may have to cut out. I really don't know the answer to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, it's on Facebook, but I don't have a Facebook, so I okay, can't tell I them to like, go okay, to my Facebook. I can get this part out then if Sweet. you want me to. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then, uh, Cade, just to close this out, I close all these out the same way. Uh, give a little bit of free game to athletes out there. What is some advice you'd give younger athletes today mm-hmm. to make it to the Division One level like yeah. you did? And then what is also some advice you might give your younger self as well? Have fun. Don't <laughs> don't forget to have fun. It is fun. Every every second that you know you have out there, it's a game. It's a, it's a basketball game. Um, it's not – um, it's not the end of the world when something doesn't go your way. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy it. Soak it up. Um, just enjoy every game, every second, every practice, um, and just have fun with it. Um, as far as going back and telling myself, I think I did that a lot. I think I had a lot of fun playing this game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what would I tell myself? I guess just keep going. I guess just keep <laughs> going because I, I, it was worth every second. Um, so that's what I tell them. Keep God first and uh, keep, um, keep loving people because uh, keep loving your teammates and your coaches. You won't ever regret loving your teammates and coaches. Um, you won't ever regret um, taking the time um, to, to show respect and, and taking the, you know, um, taking the time to really love on your teammates and your, and your friends. And that's just a life thing too. So once again, that was former white County and Tennessee tech basketball star, Cade Crossland. This has been the legend rewind podcast presented by hall sports and outdoors. I'm rusty Ellis.